state a city or you clean or you cream a multitude of people i mean it's just like like you put all off offensive players in one bag and i just take a baseball bat and beat on the bag so each time he came over there i tried to tear his damn head off let's play some football let's play some football the pressure is on this is off the edge on tide 100.9 focus on what you want to do what you want to accomplish Streaming live on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, and the Tide 100.9 app. Here is your host of Off the Edge, Jacob Harrison. Hello there, good morning, and welcome into Off the Edge on Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Joe Gaither and J.R. Moore hanging out with you guys for the next hour, setting up the rest of the day with the, for the Jay Barker Show, Ryan Fowler, and then some Bama baseball right here on Tide 100.9. Having a lot of fun this morning. Going to have a pretty pretty good little show today, I hope. We'll, we'll figure it out as we go along, as we always do. I want to remind you before we get going that the show is brought to you by Alabama Vintage. Go by and see Charlie in the game at University Boulevard, the, the, the green awning. They've got hats, T-shirts. Uh, JR looks like he got that hat from Alabama Vintage. Uh, looks looking really good. Oh, oh. Yes, sir. Alabama Vintage is the place for all your Alabama uh, Crimson Tide apparel, whether it be football, basketball, baseball, any kind of uh, any kind of Alabama apparel that you might be interested in. That's hard to find. Charlie's going to have it there at Alabama Vintage, uh, and you can call us today on the Alabama VTG hotline at two zero five three four two nine nine zero four. I want to get into several little topics, and we'll carry all the way through the rest of the show today. And if you hear something you want to get involved in, jump in and join us at two. 2- 5342-9904. Just a quick little update before we get really into it. Uh, Arkansas and Florida are currently in the top of the sixth inning, an elimination game in the SEC tournament. The weather looks beautiful up there today. So really, really, really excited to, uh, you know, I'm taking off about 2 o'clock today. I'm going to Hoover. I'm going to watch Alabama and Texas A&M with my friend Kim Rankin and Joey Blackwell, who we heard yesterday on the show. If you missed Joey Blackwell's baseball talk, you can hear it on SoundCloud, uh, Apple Podcasts, uh, and Spotify. Oh, my goodness. 
Uh, it looks like Arkansas has gone back-to-back home runs. Uh, now 5-2 to two Florida in the top of the sixth inning. The, the Wu-Pig Suey just hit a big home run to, to go 5-1 to one to, now to 5-2. to two. I think they hit back-to-back home runs uh, just from looking at that. Uh, so, yeah, Arkansas trying to stay alive. Florida also trying to stay alive. Gators up 5-2 to two in the top of the sixth inning. Alabama looking like they're going to be playing about 4-30 today if the weather holds. Uh, and it looks like it will, thank the Lord. Uh, so really excited to see what Alabama can do against Texas A&M. Uh, A&M winning the SEC West uh, and pulling that number two seed in the tournament. But who was the last team that to beat A&M in a series? Alabama Crimson Tide. Alabama winning uh, winning uh, ten to nine, eight to four uh, in College Station in what was that? In April, early April. So they were the last team to defeat the A and M in a in a series. So we'll see if they can do that. Uh, get after them again today. A uh, and M. That'll be the, it'll be the first. Jr. realize it's the first athletic competition between Alabama and A and M since the Jimbo Fisher Nick Saban dust up. Uh, I wonder if they, it'll be contentious in the crowd in Hoover today. We'll. See see uh kind of uh, we'll, we'll report back after we see kind of how what the temperature is in the stadium obviously that's not obviously different sports and <laughs> baseball and baseball football de- definitely uh have a different flavor but uh it'll be interesting to see those two teams hook up after the nick saban and jimbo fisher dust up uh i actually i bet you it'll be interesting in every sport that those two schools are playing in well, uh, I don't know who if you saw the PGA Championship and it, the football thing did not matter to Justin Thomas. He, a professional golfer, went to the University of Alabama, still decided to call out uh, Mr. Fisher over the weekend after winning. So. Uh, it may not matter. Yeah, they, we'll see. Uh, we'll see if the Bo, Brad Bohannon, you know, if Alabama wins, if, if Coach Bo has a comment or so in in, in the post game in the post game, or if any of his players uh, have, have some sort of a uh, smart thing to say after after the game today. Uh, but I want to start uh, and open up this can of worms, and yes, it will be a can of worms. We've got about 40, 45 minutes to dive into it. Uh, Colin Kaepernick, what, two days ago, uh, had, had held a workout. Well, actually, he was invited to a workout. He wasn't, he wasn't Colin Kaepernick's workout. He was invited to work out for the Las Vegas Raiders. He was invited to work out for a Josh McDaniels, uh, new head coach for the, for the, for the Raiders. Uh, and, and so, that, that that's great. You you can work out anybody you want. That's no problem. And and and, I, and my own personal thoughts on Colin Kaepernick may may not line up with your personal thoughts on Colin Kaepernick. And that's the beautiful thing about radio and the beautiful thing about America. We can all have a differences of, of opinion. I don't really care that he kneeled for the national anthem. That doesn't really bother me at all. I'm not one of those. It's like you suck or you're great. I'm not praising him. I'm net neutral on that freedom. You know, I'm all about some freedom here. So roll tide. Do what you want to do. Uh, now. What happened afterwards? Uh, I do think there was a bit of a bit of uh, unspoken. We're not bringing him in. Uh, whether you want to call that a blackballing or a banning of a league, or you want to say the NFL teams don't want to deal with that distraction, well, welcome to private business and a, and welcome to the consequences of your own actions. Uh, I think that I, that's a part of freedom. You have to live with your own your own actions. I have made many many dumb decisions that have cost me in different ways, uh, and I've just got to live with that. Now, uh, that being said. I haven't really thought that Colin Kaepernick has been that interested in coming back into the league. Uh, you know, many times he, you know, there, there have been avenues he could have probably explored the XFL and showed off his his, his uh, great skill. He could have been in with this USFL right here in Birmingham and showed off his skill. He could have gone to the CFL and shown off his skill. Uh, he could have accepted a backup quarterback role uh, in, in in the NFL for a ba- for a backup quarterback salary uh, in the NFL. Uh, but it seems like he's chosen not to take those routes. So I wonder, I have always wondered since then, do you really want to play football anymore or do you want to just say, uh, oh, they're not letting me back in. Because, but, because either way, I mean, he has turned, he has become a prominent member. Uh, he has become a prominent person in society and, and you know profited off of, off of his protest which you know what if, if you're going to take a stand sometimes you know good good things are going to come come with that as well as some bad things as well as bad, a lot of haters coming out of the woodwork and, and saying that you know you're disingenuous and this that and the other but i don't know if he's really been proper really been motivated to get back into the league now that all being said all the, all that being said 
That's kind of all past. That's all kind of like set up for the discussion. He gets he gets invited to, to for a workout for for the Las Vegas for, for the Las Vegas Raiders, and we all know pro football talk. Mike Florio, you can see him on NBC uh, Sunday Night Football week in week out, kind of giving his take. And you know, his lawyer, he's running that pro football talk on, on Twitter and on uh, on on uh, online. He lets out this opinion, and this is the discussion here. Colin Kaepernick. With time to knock off rust and prepare, would be better would be a better quarterback option than the Seahawks, Panthers, Texans currently have. He'd be a better quarterback. He would better would be better than any option the Seahawks, Panthers, and Texans currently have. He'd be better than any quarterback. Sorry, to an end that the Dolphins currently have. He'd possibly win the job in Atlanta too. So this is his tweet uh, on the twenty fifth, two days ago at seven p.m. A little too early to be hammered drunk. A little bit, a little too early in the evening to you know to blame it on any, any sort of thing. Says Colin Kaepernick would be a better quarterback than any of the options the Seahawks, Panthers, Texans, Dolphins, and Atlanta Falcons have. And we're just going to take these one by one. Uh, and, and before we do, I want to I want to read Colin Kaepernick's final year in the NFL. NFL, his statistics, because many people have the misconception, oh, he was benched, um, you know, but he, he started kneeling after he was benched and this, that, and the other. All right, his final year in the NFL was 2016. So he's been out of the league 17, 18, 19, 21, and, and this will be the sixth year, five years uh, that, he's, that he's been out of the league. Uh, he, he started 12 games that year. He went 1-10. and 10. Uh, or started eleven. He started eleven games. Excuse me, and went one and ten in in, in that final season, uh, completing right at sixty percent of his passes, fifty nine percent of his passes, uh, sixteen touchdowns and four interceptions. Sixteen to four. That's what four to one interception ratio. Uh, and, and you know, obviously, he has the ability to run as well. Let's see if I can fu- pull up. Okay, rushing, rushing his final year. Rushing in his final year, he took off for 69, 69 carries, four hundred and sixty-eight yards, and two touchdowns. His longest carry was twenty-nine. Was twenty-nine yards. All right, so there you go. Fifty-nine percent completion percentage, four to one touchdown to interception ratio. You, you and a one and ten starting record all right we i don't really care about his opinion about the seahawks i don't really care about his opinion on the panthers and the texans and really even the atlanta falcons uh i I think you can make some arguments for for, you know with uh with the seahawks probably because uh they just traded for drew Locke, and the panthers have what sam darnold uh the texans have uh what davis mills is is, is that correct davis mills uh and the dolphins just lined up marcus mariota and uh the quarterback from cincinnati desmond ritter as their two options uh in the quarterback room all right, you can probably make some cases and arguments that Cap Cap would can compete can compete in those rooms. Sure, I'm not gonna I'm not really gonna argue with you that much on those facts. Davis Mills is a second year player with the Texans, and you know he did okay. The Panthers, we've seen Sam Donald really struggle uh, outside of basically one year with the Jets. We we haven't really seen Drew Locke do anything with the Seahawks or, or with, the, with excuse me with the Broncos prior to getting traded, and we've seen. Mark Marcus Mariota be very very average with 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 the tech, with the Titans not play for the Raiders last year and you know Desmond Ritter is uh, going to be a rookie so I I, I can say th- those arguments you can make those arguments you can make those arguments with those handful of teams but well, you're going to take out my man Tua you're going to take out Tua Tagovailoa in, in the same in the same diatribe this th- the same opinion let's read the Tua Tagovailoa stats from last year from last year he starts twelve games he plays in 13 we remember he came in he came in one of the games and tried to lead a good comeback but he played in 13 games he started 12 his record as a starter seven and five now obviously you got to take into account uh, you know weapons and defense i've always said wins are not a quarterback stat that's 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 fair and and so the record if you want to if you want to hang on to the record Okay, you you can do that as as you you can use that as your football judgment uh, for for quarterbacks. But I don't think that wins are quarterback stat. So let's compare the completion percentage. Last year, as a second year player, Tua Tagovailoa completes right at sixty eight percent of his passes, sixty seven point eight. So you're up uh, about nine percentage points, ten percentage points. He throws for twenty six hundred yards, which you which is four hundred more yards than than Colin Kaepernick in in one le- in, in one le- more appearance, basically. 
basically. Um, his, his touchdown to interception ratio, 16 to 10. So not as good. For, 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 you're looking at right about 4 to, four to 2 or so, 4 to 3 uh, for, the, for your touchdown to interception ratio. Uh, and so you, you've got a little bit of a question mark there with Tua. Uh, and then you don't really have the rushing upside uh, with Tua Tagovailoa. 42 rushes, 128 rushing yards. Three rushing touchdowns, so you got in the end zone one more time for Tua Tagovailoa. But let's 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 just—I think there's a lot of context that goes into some of these Tua Tagovailoa stats. We, the, we all remember the Miami Dolphins tanked for Tua. They they, they basically <laughs> they basically tra- you know we remember they traded away making Fitzpatrick, they traded away Laramie Tunsil. They they don't have, they didn't have their best their best receiving options were Albert Wilson and Jakeem Grant, guys guys who are just not even not, not even NFL receivers. Currently on the roster. Now you look at what's going on with with the Dolphins right now. Tua Tagovailoa, you're going to be throwing the ball to Tyreek Hill and Jalen uh, Waddle, and Mike Gusecki is going into his his uh, fourth year, fourth, fourth year for, for the Miami Dolphins at, as a uh, as a tight end. I think it's blasphemy. I, I, I think I think it's really laughable to suggest to say that Colin Kaepernick, a guy who's been out of the league for five years. We don't know. He hasn't. He hasn't faced an NFL defense. He hasn't faced a, a live defense. Period. Not just an NFL defense, but a live defense. Period. Uh, for he hasn't in in five years that he would be a better option for the Miami Dolphins than Tua Tungavaloa. So I'm 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 a little bit puzzled by by that opinion. Uh, I know if you stick with us on Tide 100.9 and listen to uh, the Jay Barker show, Lars Anderson is a massive, massive, massive pro football talking Mike Florio hater. Uh, he, he he, he he thinks he's a despicable journalist, which I I kind of agree with. I think that he's very I mean he's unreliable and he's an aggregator. Which I mean we're we we, we aggregate sometimes as well. Uh, but but uh we but. I, I think that there's there's some room for that, but Mike Florio has a lot of sources where he, you know, he, he has options to not aggregate. He has options to basically be, to, to, you know, to pick up the phone and call some people. And I also think that he, you know, doesn't really do, doesn't really do a good job of framing the aggregation. Uh, so we're going to take a break right here, Jr. I see you on hold. We're going to take a, a short little break right here, and we'll bring you into this conversation, Jr. Is Mike Florio on drugs suggesting Colin Kaepernick it would be a better quarterback than Tua Tagovailoa? I think he needs a drug test uh, where, wherever he is. So this is uh, Off the Edge. I'm Joe Kather. That's Jr. Moore. We are getting things going on Off the Edge right here on Tide 100.9. It's the home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. You've probably seen their clothing around town on game days, but check out Christopher Mobley on the Strip. It's luxury game day apparel redefined. It's the only place in town where you can find Todd Hoops apparel. Clothing designed for the modern day entrepreneur, golf enthusiast, and athleisure fanatic. They've got Peter Millar, Viore, Grayson, and Mizzenamain. And if you haven't tried the Mizzenamain dress shirts, you've got to. You can find them at 1410 University Boulevard on the Strip. Also, they've got a great e-commerce site at ChristopherMobley.shop. So check out Christopher Mobley, luxury game day apparel redefined. 365, 24-7. You'll find road and utility crews, tow trucks, law enforcement, and first responders working along Alabama's roadway. We're making improvements and helping our communities stay connected. We're working hard to make sure you're safe on the road. Now we need your help to make sure we're safe, too. Alabama's move over law requires you to move over a lane when you see flashing lights on the roadside. And if you can't safely move over, please slow down. Visit drivesafealabama.org. Brought to you by the Alabama Department of Transportation, Alabama Broadcasters Association, and this station. Work is a part of all of us. We know that the world around us has changed. And that's why the Alabama Department of Labor is here to get you back to working hard. Work is a part of all of us. Let us help you get back to it by visiting your local career center or alabamaworks.alabama.gov. Funding provided by the USDOL, ETA, and Federal WIOA, an equal opportunity employer program. Auxiliary aids and services available upon request. Brought to you by this station and the Alabama Broadcasters Association. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Sky partly to mostly sunny this afternoon. The high today around 80. Tonight clear with the low at 59. For the weekend, a warming trend. A good supply of sunshine tomorrow and Sunday. The high tomorrow, 84. The high Sunday at 89. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 74. Four degrees in Tuscaloosa. You're listening to Off the Edge on Tide 100.9. Ooh, hey, hey. Oh, wow. 
Welcome back into Off the Edge right here on Tide 100.9. JR spinning the records and taking your phone calls on the other side. We are keeping our eye on Hoover, Alabama. It's going to be a full day of baseball. This forecast looks great. So uh, if you're worried about getting up there today, if you're worried about the schedule, uh, as, as a lot of us have been, don't worry about it today. We're getting them all in. Uh, I, th- I, think, I think the only thing slowing down baseball today is if we go extra innings. Uh, but I'm looking forward to getting up, getting up to the Hoover Met, and you should too. Make sure you listen to the ball game, Alabama and Texas A&M, uh, at 430, 425 start time for, for that ball game. And you can hear it right here on Tide 100.9 and the Tide 100.9 app. Ryan Fowler going to have an early day as he as he goes off to vacation today. So uh, turning it over to Chris Stewart and Roger Hoover and the gang with Crimson Tide Sports Network. So we opened up the last segment asking uh, if Mike Florio is out of line by suggesting that Colin Kaepernick is a better quarterback option than anyone on the Dolphins. Taking out my man to a tongue of a lawyer. You, I mean, he are he's taking out C- C- the Seahawks, the Panthers, the Texans, and and the Atlanta Falcons. And I don't really care about defending any of those franchises or their quarterbacks. But I will defend my man to a tongue of a lawyer as I think the Dolphins are finally supplying him with some weapons, some protection, and some options. Uh, and I think that Mike Florio was just looking for looking for a little fire to stoke by including to a tongue of a lawyer. You can call in and jump in on the topic on the Alabama Vintage Hotline at two. 2- Five three four two nine nine zero four. That's where we find our friend Jr. Jr. You're off the edge. What's going on this morning? How you doing, brother? Oh, having a great day so far. How about yourself? Well, I'm doing pretty good. Great stuff, I had man. Another topic. I had another topic on mine, but I will. That's okay. I'll follow you wherever you want to go. I will. I will briefly comment. Sure. On Kaepernick. I think it's a publicity stunt by Las Vegas trying to get attention towards their team because there's no way in you know, there's just no way that he's going to be any kind of uh, uh, pro- product, you know, productive quarterback uh, at this point. Um, whether he has the potential to, maybe after a while, but I don't. I just wish he would disappear. I almost <laughs> forgot. I almost forgot his name. I mean, now it's back up there. I mean, chief. Anyway, well, Jr. Um, to, to your point, I I, I wonder, you, I wonder, you know, you're going to get a lot of positive publicity for bringing Kaepernick in. And, and Josh McDaniels was asked about the workout, and he said, "I'm not going to comment on the workout. We'll comment on players if they get added to the roster." Uh, but what? You know, some of my buddies are saying, oh, they're looking for positive publicity because something bad's going to happen, you know, with the Raiders here soon. Well, what happened? What, el- what also happened this week with the Raiders was John Gruden won a very, very significant kind of ruling from, from the judge in his, in his case basically against the NFL and the Las Vegas Raiders. The judge ruled that they would be able to have a trial by jury and allow discovery in the trial which essentially means a slam dunk win for John Gruden because the NFL is not going to allow that trial to go to discovery and, and, and find out all the, all the bad things that the NFL has kind of covered up uh, in, the, in, in that instance. Uh, and so I think that, I think that you, you might be onto something about the trying to, trying to uh, drum up some positive publicity. Yeah, and, and maybe divert some attention away from all the other problems. Sure. But, um, but anyway... Now, back to what I was initially wanting to try to talk about. Let's go. Uh, let's go. Uh, I was going to get on you a little bit about the uh, the NIL and and the transfer portal as they both seemingly have had some significant problems here early on. And I know early, I mean, when this was even mentioned early, when it was mentioned and before it ever became a fact, that I did, I disagreed with it, and I believe you were adamantly for it, but I couldn't be for sure. Yep, you're, you're correct. Well, well anyway, um, so I, I just was against it from day one. I heard about it. I said it was going to be bad for college football. I think that uh, you know, and I think it has been. And now maybe some things can be worked out, but I still feel like what I said earlier was that 
what, what about the other players, the rest of the players? I mean, so what? They're, they're, they're in the trenches, and they're working their tails off, and they don't get all the tension that, you know, star players would. So to give a star player a bunch of money and leave out the people that are actually doing the hard work for them, enable them to do those things. So I think the money should be split among all the players in the team. I mean, every single NIL deal, just everybody gets a piece of the pie. As far as other sports are concerned, it'd be kind of hard to do that with basketball. If one player gets a good NIL deal, it wouldn't be, you know, every player would, you know, there's not as many, near as many players as uh, there is on the football team. Thus, you would have a split more thing, but I think maybe that would be where you could just involve the rest of uh, teams that are small team numbers, and just every, all those sports split up the rest of the NL NIL deals. I don't know how you whether you caught on to that or not. But I just don't think it's right, and and it's just causing more problems than what we are seeing. It's causing in inter, you know, inside the team problems. I mean, I just feel like it's inevitable. Has it caused any inside the team problems that that you know of? Well, we don't hear, we don't hear everything. I hadn't heard anything much about it. I kind of thought there would be, you know, some problems that would surface, but uh, I haven't heard anything, but I just feel like it's, it's got to, how would you feel if you were there and you made the, the play that enabled that player to make a gigantic run or, you know, block for the quarterback, enable him to make touchdown passes, and and they, they get nothing. Well, I I think that uh, here's what I think about that. If, if on, on the surface, uh, I'm you know I'm not I have no jealousy towards Ryan Fowler in the afternoon. Ryan Fowler, the superstar uh, that that he is, has you know probably some of the the best sponsorship deals on the station. Uh, and, and I and I realize that you know wh- where I am in the pecking order, uh, where I am basically in, in, in that in that framework of our little world, if you want to kind of, you know, make comparisons and the same can be true in pretty much any, any, any organization, the top salesman in, in, in the business makes makes all, makes a lot of the money. Uh, the, the same can be said in pretty much any, for any profession, uh, the, the top, the, the top star makes well, a lot of the money and, and, and the, you know, the peons like myself are, are, aren't doing that. And so, you know, I, I have to do more work and I have to grind more, grind more to get on the level of, of, of you know, somebody that is like a Ryan Fowler type I, I think that's a, a natural part of the world of the world that we live in and isn't college a kind of a way to learn about how the world works like an educational experience of how, how the world works it is and I believe that uh that's what they're there to learn is you know how to make a future for themselves but they aren't there to earn, to play and earn money. People go to school to learn, get educated, and the football program is helping them build themselves up for the possibility of playing in the uh, upper league. I just feel like it's a bad move, you know, paying players in college football. They already get a, they already get a scholarship, and they, huh? <laughs> JR's my my man. JR's is making a joke. I was making a Cardell Jones joke. I ain't come here to play school. Yeah, Carl Jones, you remember from Ohio State set, you know, we didn't come here to play school. <laughs> They're all coming here. These major universities, it is a business for these for these players. Uh, it they, more or less is. It more or less is. I mean, who knows what all has been happening behind the scenes over the years before NIL sure. came up. Yep. And so, uh, therefore, uh, you know, this is the attempt to make a legal uh, way of doing it, but it's kind of blown up in their face right now. Well, Jr. Um, I want to ask you this: if 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 NIL in its current form doesn't work, they're not going to be able to they're not going to be able to t- take the, the you know the proverbial toothpaste back in the tube that sort of thing. Take the put the cat back in the bag. The players will continue to get paid, but if NIL in, the, in its current form doesn't work, then the financial burden will likely fall on the schools and on the universities, and that's not what the, they want at all. That's not what they well, want. Well, that's, that's true. But where I was talking about it, it, it being a problem. It's like Jimbo Fisher did. He used the NIL to benefit by offering players, this is what you can get 
This is what you will get if you come to Texas A&M. Now, we know he did that. And he, you know, he claims that, oh, he did nothing wrong. Well, in the state of Texas, maybe he didn't. So why does Nick Saban tell everybody well, our players made $3 million last year? Why is he saying that? Exactly right. He, 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 he boasted about that. I realize that. So, so Nick Saban's doing the same thing, just using different verbiage, uh, knowing, oh, if I go to Alabama, you know, that their roster made about $3 million. I'll probably have a pretty good opportunity to make some of that $3 million. Well, at least he's not going out to the players personally. I'm not necessarily personally, but I mean, making offers to players that we you know, know of. That, that we know of. You know, just because Nick Saban <laughs> ha- hasn't admitted, hasn't said uh, that. I just believe. I just believe more in, in Nick Saban than that. I just, I just don't believe he has to do that. I mean, well, sir, I, I agree. He doesn't have to do that. He's got. He has a lot of other things that he can sell. He can sell. Our players have made $1.7 billion in the NFL. He can sell six national championships. He can sell great facilities. He can sell Bryant-Denny Stadium. Those are all things that he's been selling for 15 years. Well, now NIL is just a, the newest resource, the newest element in recruiting that he needs to master and learn how to sell. And, and part of him that is saying, oh, well, our players made $3 million on NIL last year. He's He's learning that as well. Yeah. Well, it's. I just think there's got to be some some issues ironed out. One is they can't be more or less are paying players to come to their 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 team, and you're not supposed to be able to advertise that to players to get them to come to your. I mean that's a that's a NCAA. Uh, well, who cares right what the NCAA says, Jr. They ain't got no teeth. <laughs> they got nothing. LSU didn't I care what that. LSU didn't care know, what, what I, they I, said. I know. Ever since Auburn, <laughs> ever since Auburn got away with Cam Newton, yeah, the NCAA has been nothing. Exactly. So who cares what they have to say? Pretty much every big school looks at NCAA <laughs> violation and just says, "Ha ha ha ha, Greg, put it on my tab." <laughs> yes, exactly. And I mean, for, well, uh, for that's football, a sad thing. that's a sad thing. Though. For football specifically, we're we're under jurisdiction of college football playoff now. We don't care what NCAA says. Well, I do. <laughs> I, I feel like I mean I agree. They they sometimes in the past they went a little bit too far with stuff like they, like the probations they put on Alabama's football team. That was out of line. And um, but nonetheless, that's that's looking through crimson colored glasses. <laughs> Jr. Man, I, I appreciate you, man, brother. You got any, any more? One more comment before I let you go. I got a At couple callers backed up. No, no, it's good. Sure. No, I appreciate it. My, I, my comment would only be that uh, I appreciate you talking with me about it. And this time it was a lot more civil. Oh. I got a little bit. I got a little bit heated at you once. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> I, I can take. I can take the heat, Jr. It's all good, my friend. Hope you have take a great, care, great weekend. Absolutely. Likewise. Roll Tide. That's JR on the hotline. We're going to take Max right here, and Georgia making you'll be next. Max and Tupelo, you're off the edge. How you doing, my friend? Good, Joe. How are you, man? Oh, not too bad. Enjoying this baseball. Florida up 7-2. to They're about to knock out Wu Pig Suey. I, I think we'll beat either one of them, man. Yeah. Uh, we, got, we got Arkansas next, right? We have Texas A&M today. Texas A&M at 4 30. Yeah, yeah, and then we would play the winner of that game, right? Uh, yes, I think so. Yes, I believe so. I think, I, I think our bats are getting hot. I think we're on a roll. I think I think we can get it done, man. Absolutely. I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing I mean, they're, they're on the fire right now. Everything's broken well for the baseball team so far. Uh, Max, did you hear what Mike Florio said about Colin Kaepernick being a better option uh, for the Miami Dolphins than Tua Tungavailoa? Is he on crack? Uh, he's eating psilocybin mushrooms, brother. <laughs> well, I mean, come on, man. Now that they got two of some, some weapons and they got him a little protection, um, look, look what Colin Kaepernick did the past couple of years that he played. Uh, you know, that one year he did go to the Super Bowl. I'll give him that. But the past couple of years that he played, he he was mediocre at best. Uh, and then Tua comes back in. And gets his team to a winning record. Like, I, and now he's got weapons, and the dude ain't played in five years. Like, how? Why? How could you make that statement unless you're just wanting to pull a, a Colin Cowherd and, and and make a hot take? I mean, 
Yeah, I don't understand it because, I mean, I would understand it more if we've seen Cap play in the USFL or XFL or CFL, play some sort of football. Well, we haven't seen him play any football except for, you know, a T-shirt and shorts on a workout field. And to me, that, that, that doesn't count. I don't care about that. Uh, so I, not playing any football of any kind facing a live defense, I don't know how you draw that conclusion. And the last times he played, he was mediocre at best and was disrespected by American flag, which that's a totally different subject. We'll leave that alone. <laughs> um yeah, I don't know how you can make that statement in a football sense. It just doesn't. It, it, it don't add up, man. No, no I think uh, I, when I read that, I thought you're insane. I mean, he 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 put down Marcus Mariota, which I I mean, Marcus Mariota hadn't been a great quarterback. He put down a lot of average to below average quarterbacks. And Jr. was asking me, do I believe that Colin Kaepernick is not one of the 32 best quarterbacks in the world? And I don't know that I can make that statement, but I don't think that I can buy that he is. Like, like without seeing him for five years, I don't know. And, and, and so it's it, I, I don't really feel comfortable saying he's, you know, oh, he is or he isn't. I, I think he's got to get on the field. you got to get into some sort of competition for us to, to understand that. I, I think if you're saying he's better than any of these quarterbacks that are currently playing in the NFL, I, I, I don't know. I think you're just taking a pretty bold bet. I, I can't say that. Joe Burrow's better. Mac Jones is definitely better. Yep, yep. Uh, you know, Tua's better. Um, you know, give Tua a shot, man. The dude's been riddled with injuries. Now he, he he's finally got something around him. They got to get off my boy Tua, man. He'll prove them wrong because not only his physical ability, Tua's never going to bring negative attention to your football team. If anything, it's positive. The kid's a great young man, and. You know, you're going to get a lot of negativity with Colin uh, Kaepernick or whatever. 100%. I ain't going to tell you what my son calls it. <laughs> well, it, I mean, to your point, we never knew that. that uh, we never knew that. Oh my gosh, who was the, the Jr. the Dolphins coach last year? Uh, we never knew that they did that. They weren't getting along last year. Uh, Brian, blind forest, blind forest. Yes, we didn't. We yeah. never understood. We never knew in the in the media that they weren't getting along or didn't didn't see eye to eye until after Brian Flores was fired and basically, you know, Tua wasn't really the one to let on about that. It was kind of uh, a, a reports and anonymous reports and and people doing some journalistic things finding out about that. And Tua didn't really want to address that in the media uh, uh, as the classy man that he is. Well, dude, from what I know of Tua, and I don't know him personally, but just from everything I've read and I've studied, if you can't get along with that, dude, you're probably an ass. <laughs> I think you're right. I think you're right. I'm looking forward to seeing what he does this year with a real NFL offense around him, honestly. I think the last two years, they've been kind of a kind of makeshift offense, makeshift weapons. I mean, come on. You're throwing to Albert Wilson your your rookie year. Who the heck is that guy? Uh, like They literally had nothing his rookie year. Last year with Waddle was better. Uh, this year with Waddle, Hill, and Gasicki will be even better. Some really bad drops, too. Uh, just... Overall, oh yeah, you see the you see the clip from Jakeem Grant, like his first year, where he drops that diamond at fifty yards down the field, right through his hands. Dude, he's got two burners this year, and man, I watched him at Alabama very closely, and I've paid attention and broken down the sport since I was a little bitty kid because my father was a huge football guy. He was a quarterback. He taught me at a very early age of what I was seeing and why they were doing what they were doing. I watched Tua make some absolutely incredible throws at Alabama, one after another. The boy can do it. And now he's got two burners. Everybody's going to see. I'm looking forward to seeing his season and Jalen Hurts now that they both got a lot of weapons. I think that they're going to silence a lot of doubters this year, Max. Yeah, and I'm pulling for Jalen too, man. I like that kid. He's a great ambassador from the University of Alabama. I wish him well. Absolutely. Max, you got I got to hit the break. I got George and Macon. Anything else I can? Uh, w- w- you want to talk about today? No, I just would uh, love to tell you, roll tide, my hey, friend. Roll tide, Max and Tuplo. Enjoy your weekend. It's going to be. A, I hope you get an extended weekend with you and your family. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. That's Max and Tuplo joining us on Off the Edge. We're going to take our break right here, George and Macon. We're going to come come to you next, and we'll close down the hour right here on Off the Edge on Tide one hundred point nine, the home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. The 
The Alabama Securities Commission protects you from financial fraud. Anyone asking you for investment money must be licensed. You're careful with your money. Fraudsters aren't. Before you invest, call our hotline at 1-800-222-1253 to verify the licensing of the person making an offer and the product. Don't lose your hard-earned money. Learn to protect yourself at asc.alabama.gov. Paid for by the Investor Protection Trust and brought to you by the Alabama Broadcasters Association and this station. Are you receiving unemployment? Your benefits could be at risk. Here's how you can protect yourself and your benefits. Never respond to mail notifying you of a false claim in your name. Never answer a text message asking you to verify your account. And only respond to official Alabama Department of Labor's social media pages. Report fraud at labor.alabama.gov slash fraud. Brought to you by the Alabama Department of Labor, ABA, and the station. The Alabama Department of Labor is an equal opportunity employer program. Auxiliary aids and services available upon request to individuals with disabilities. Dial 711 for DTY accessibility. My caretaker was very rough with me. I thought they did it because I wasn't moving fast enough. Elder abuse is a crime, and together we can stop it. If you or someone you know has been abused, neglected, or exploited, call the Adult Abuse Hotline at 1-800-458-7214. That's 1-800-458-7214. Sponsored by the Alabama Department of Human Resources, the Department of Justice, ADECA grant number 18-VA-VS-050, the ABA, and this state. Serving part-time in the Army National Guard has led to a lot of firsts for me. It paid for me to be the first person in my family to go to school. That education got me to the first day at my dream job, which I can still hold while I serve part-time. That job and the home loan benefits I got from the Army National Guard helped me buy my first house. I also know that I will be one of the first to respond if my community ever needs me. Sponsored by the Alabama Army National Guard. Aired by the Alabama Broadcasters Association and this station. I can go from zero to 60 way too fast. (laughs) Who knew electric vehicle owners were having so much fun? 20 or 30 years ago, I owned a a gas sports car, and this car is much quicker. It's a great, fun car to drive. When you put your foot on the accelerator, it just goes. They're fun, they're fast, they're efficient. Visit driveelectricalabama.com to learn how you can start having fun driving an electric vehicle. Sponsored by the Alabama Clean Fuels Coalition, the ABA, and this station. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Sky partly to mostly sunny this afternoon. The high today around 80. Tonight clear with the low at 59. For the weekend, a warming trend. A good supply of sunshine tomorrow and Sunday. The high tomorrow, 84. The high Sunday at 89. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 74 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Follow off the edge on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube for live streams and instant analysis. Off the Edge with Jacob Harrison continues. Welcome back into Off the Edge right here on Tide 100.9. Joe Gaither and J.R. Moore hanging out with you guys. Getting you ready for a big Memorial Day weekend. Looking forward to that. Whew. We're going to be oh, just a little programming update. We are going to be off on Monday. We will be back at it on Tuesday to gas bag and let you know everything that's going on from the weekend on Tuesday. Uh, so can't, we can't wait for an extra day. Probably going to hit the golf, hit, 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 play some golf poorly, poorly. Uh, but we'll have some fun, and it'll be a good weekend, and I hope you and yours have a good weekend as well. We've been talking a, little, a lot about Colin Kaepernick versus Tua Tungvaloa today. And had a short mini discussion about Alabama baseball. Crimson Tide set to take on Texas A&M at 4.30 right here on Tide 100.9, and you can see it on the SEC Network as well. Going to head, out, head back out to the hotline and find our friend George and Macon. George, what's happening? You're off the edge, my friend. How are you? I'm good, Joe. How are you, my friend? Oh, having a great day so far. It's Friday. Yeah, a couple of comments. One, you know, I don't even think that Colin Kaepernick was a starter. You know, I think that he was already demoted before he did the knee thing with the flag. So I don't understand, you know, um, all this conversation that he could be that Tua. Plus, another thing, I do not understand why Tua is such a target for everybody to hate on. How many Super Bowls has Tua made it to? 
What now? He asked how many. He asked how many Super Bowls have t- has Tua made it to in his two seasons playing with the bomb Miami Dolphins. Come on, uh, Jr. How many national championships has Colin Kaepernick been to? Out of Utah, how many did no, they make Nevada, it to? Nevada, Nevada, Nevada. It was Nevada. his choice. It was his choice where he went to school. Yeah, was it not? It, it is. It was his. Cho- it, it, largely, I mean, largely, it is. Now, and, and I think that uh, Jr., you're being a little disingenuous there uh, with, with how many Super Bowls has he been to? Uh, no, Colin Kaepernick's career completion percentage is fifty nine point eight percent. Tua in two years. His career completion percentage is 66%, so uh, about seven, eight points higher uh, than Colin Kaepernick. And, and yes, uh, yes, the 49ers were supported by a very, very, very good defense uh, during his time with with 49ers. Absolutely. But I just don't understand why he, you know, I too is such a target. I mean, you know, you could say that he could beat out, um, oh, any of the freshman quarterbacks or the sophomore quarterbacks that have played the last two years. Because most of them have had a pretty rough time except Mac Jones and Joe Burrow. I mean, um, you know, Lawrence. I mean, gosh, he's had a horrible year, but a lot of that is attributed to the team that's around him. I want to talk I don't about- understand. Go ahead. I was going to say, I want to talk about this disingenuous comment, uh, considering that Colin Kaepernick made it to the Super Bowl in his second season as an NFL pro. Was he playing with a? Uh, no, he didn't. He didn't play. It was his second year starting. 2012. Thir- yeah, 13. Uh, actually, I'm looking at it right here, my guy. Uh, he, he, okay. He, Thir- okay. He didn't play his first year. He, he played in three games his first year. So he he took a little red shirt year. Uh, but he made it seem like Colin Kaepernick had been in the league for 17 years before he finally got to a Super Bowl. Oh, compare. No, the- his- Go ahead, my- George. I mean, uh, listen. Um. Just like a lot of, a lot of, like Matt Jones, he hit the right position at the right time and the right coaching and the right team. You know, Colin Kaepernick, you know, back then, um, John, uh, Harbaugh did a lot of RPOs and that's what Colin Kaepernick is very, very good at at that point in time. When he had good, um, receivers, he had a good line and, um, you know, he did a good job. But as the time wore on, people knew how to defense him. And I do think, if, am I wrong, that he was already demoted before he um, did the knee thing with the flag? I don't think it was first string right then and there. So from that point on, you know, his career disintegrated for a lot of different reasons, not only because of the people that didn't agree with what he did, but because of his skill set was not as good as it was prior to that year. But it still does not tell me why everybody wants to hate on Tua. That's a good question, and, and, and I, I don't really have a good answer for you, for you, uh, George. I, I wonder if it's because he's left-handed. I mean, let's be let's be really serious. Let's be really silly here. Is it because he's left-handed? Is it because oh, here, here's where a couple of my friends come down on? They think that he's soft. They think that he's not. Uh, you know, he's not made for a 17 game schedule. Which I mean, that an argument could be made there. Uh, he's only played. He played in 13 of the 17 games last year, and he got set for. A couple of games because uh, of a hand or finger injury last year, but but I, but I don't think that that's really fair based off uh, based off a, a massive hip injury in twenty in twenty nineteen and then playing behind a terrible terrible offensive line over the last two years. I don't really think that that's fair. But a couple of my friends who who, who you know come down against Tua, just say, oh, I wouldn't trust him because he can't stay healthy. I don't really know why the NFL. You know the insiders, the people who watch the NFL closely and, and, and follow it, uh, come down that way. A lot of people use the, use the argument, "Oh, he doesn't pass down the field." Well, look at his weapons over the last two years. I mean, yes, oh, w- absolutely. Waddle is a great weapon, but they're running little five yard drag routes for Jalen Waddle all year last year because Tua didn't have enough time to get it to him down the down the field. I think you're going to see a big change in Tua's game this oh. year. With the weapons and the offensive so. line, I think that you're going to see a better Tua than you've seen prior two years because I think he's going to have a good jump. And another thing, the NIL thing, um, I think the big reason is that the first off, if he started playing football at Pop Warner League or whatever it is, 
the quarterback and the running back and the receivers are always going to get more pub and they're probably going to always get more money or whatever. But my problem is that as a high school player, giving them a million dollars before they even touch the school, before they even played anywhere, I think if I was showing some type of envy, that's where the envy I would show is that I'm a, a junior, been fighting and getting beat up, and then someone who hasn't even played a game gets a half a million dollars or a million dollars. Um, that would be where my envy is, and I think that's where the problem being. I mean, that's why they switched, uh, um, you know, in pro football. They have the um, steps of where, you know, before I think uh, oh, Saffron was the last quarterback to get, what, paid. $30 or $40 million yes. before he even played a game. <laughs> they implemented the rookie wage scale, I think, in 2011 or 12. Yeah. And, and I think it's been yeah. very effective. And I think you, you, that's the place where you are going to find the jealousy. The seniors who, the juniors and seniors who, you know, are not not fresh in the NIL game uh, versus the freshmen who are, who you know, who are hitting – they're hitting. They're ba- basically the freshmen this year are hitting college at the perfect time, as opposed to the seniors Absolutely. two year, two years ago. Uh, so they get kind of screwed. And, and Joe, I mean, you know, I guess because I'm a big Alabama fan and we've been winning the last 14 years, I don't want to see change because we've been highly successful. But change is going to come, and it's already here. And we just got to do what's, what we can do better than everybody else, like Coach Saban says. Um, but I think that if there's any, what they, you know, the popular thing now is to say guardrails, I think uh, going out there with a collective and bid, bidding on a player before they even go to college, I think that's where you, I, I agree with you, I think that's where you might see a little bit of change. But um, listen, thank you. Oh. I'm so happy about the baseball team. I mean, everybody was getting on the Bo Hannon, and now I guess you can get a few people off his back saying it's time for a change there. Absolutely. George, I uh, hope you have a great weekend this weekend. Enjoy your Memorial Day. Thank thanks, thanks for hanging out with us on Off the Edge today. That's George and Macon joining us on Off the Edge, and we, we really appreciate everybody hanging out. JR, Max, and Tupelo, and George. And I thank you, JR, for playing all the great music. Stick around with us on Tide 100.9. We're coming up with the Jay Barker Show. Jay Barker and Matt Coulter, they're going to hang out and uh, talk a lot about NIL. They're going to talk about Brian Harson's comments from last night in Louisiana, I believe he was. Uh, and we're going to hear Ryan Fowler at 2 o'clock. He's going to bring you the game. It'll be a little abbreviated version of the game uh, as Alabama baseball on Tide 100.9 will be here at 4.30. You'll hear Chris Stewart, Roger Hoover, and the gang. Alabama versus Texas A&M. It'll be the first chance for Alabama to draw blood in the the heightened rivalry uh, that is the Crimson Tide and the Aggies. Uh, we'll have to see what happens over the weekend. I hope you and, you and yours enjoy your Memorial Day weekend. We will be back with you on Tuesday right here on Tide 100.9.